Hello and welcome to the Openness Podcast. My name is Wolfgang, and I will be your host for this episode about meaning. In this episode, I'm looking at the why of who we are. We all ask the question of why, and the answer is more profound than you'd think. There are a few questions throughout philosophy and culture that every person must grapple with at some point in their lives. One of these questions is, what is the purpose of life? What gives my life meaning, and how can I find it? These questions are hard to answer and make living a meaningful life challenging. The main problem is that each person must answer the question for themselves. This answer gives you your why of life, and without a why, why do you continue to exist? The second difficulty is that everyone will probably have a different answer to it. What gives one person meaning will seem tedious to another person, and finding the things that give us purpose is a lifelong journey and struggle. The third difficulty is there's no true answer. When looking into the universe for meaning, you will find that it only responds with silence. Solving these problems is a necessary part of the existence, and humanity has come up with many clever solutions. They all have problems, but at least they've kept us going for many millennia. In this episode, I'll be trying to answer them for myself, and in doing so, hopefully find at least a process to help you on your journey towards meaning. So then, what is the meaning of life, the universe, and everything? 42. The reason the answer is absurd is because the question is absurd. It probably can't be known by us, and even if there was an answer, I don't think it could be very satisfactory. In this, I look for better questions that are actually answerable. I think that these are actually purpose questions. What is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of the universe? And why is there something rather than nothing? They all seem to have very unsatisfactory answers, though. Not that there's any shortage of mass wild speculation as to what the goal of everything is, if it even exists at all. Whether it be gods, money, productivity, leaders, or society, there are countless things that we create to worship as the ultimate why of who and what we are, and all fall short eventually. So are there questions that we can ask and actually have answered? Well, let's try, shall we? What is the purpose of the universe? What is the purpose? This is when something fulfills some desired outcome. In this question, we are asking what is the optimal outcome of the universe? What is the optimal state of the universe? This seems hardly a reasonable question to ask from our perspective. How could we even attain an answer and verify it? When looking into the world, from my perspective, it seems completely absurd and devoid of some concrete purpose. If life was the purpose, then why is life so rare, and why is the vast, vast majority of the universe completely hostile to it? Even here on Earth, life has to fight constantly to exist at all. If the creation of life is not the purpose, then what else could it be? What if, what if its purpose is to simply exist, constantly flowing, becoming something else, until eventually it runs out of energy and hits total entropy? You know a line of inquiry is going really well when your answer just contains several more questions followed up by wild speculation, so maybe I should move on. 
If we can't know the end purpose of the universe, can we even know the beginning cause? So what caused the universe? Well, this question, as far as science is concerned, answers it with what we can observe. The problem is, is that we are a collection of monkeys on a small wet rock spinning through space looking at points of light from billions of years ago trying to comprehend an object that we don't even know the size of. Plus, for the beginning of the universe, it was opaque for quite some time, so there is a limit to how far back in time that we can see by looking at light from the Big Bang. So we're stuck at a bit of an impasse. How can we know the cause of a thing when we only have limited information about it? If we even knew a cause, would that tell us why it happened, and would that answer even be satisfactory? Let's say we do know the cause, and it's from some natural process of black holes exploding or something like that. It still wouldn't help us in our personal pursuit of trying to contextualize our lives. We would be a byproduct of the true purpose of, the, of existence to make more black holes, to make more universes. And in that assumption that I have made, it would mean our lives are pointless. This doesn't solve the problem, it makes it worse. Let's say there is a prime mover, a powerful god who set this universe into motion. An entity that took a large amount of matter and antimatter and smashed it together to see what would happen. This also doesn't solve the problem, as we don't know what intention the god had in mind in creating the universe. What's to say it's not all-knowing, and it created all of this as an experiment just to see what would happen? Or it created it as an expression of itself, to bring itself some sort of meaning, to become a creator. Maybe it created us with no purpose in mind, leaving it to us to determine what life means and what we should do with our limited time and power here. To me, if that assumption is true, then it made us with no clear-cut meaning and it requires several more assumptions layered on top of each other to make a god that has a personal meaning to monkeys on a space rock. Besides, when I've tried to pray or ask the universe for some meaning, all that greets me is the cosmic dial tone of everlasting silence. The point of this questioning, to me, is clear. You can presuppose an almost infinite amount of answers of what caused the universe and why it exists and what's its purpose. But you can never really know with certainty, and there will always be assumptions built into any answer that you come up with. But there is one answer that stands out to me as a starting point, if minimizing assumptions is the goal. Why does the universe exist? Because it does. And you're here. Now what are you going to do about it? I think of the universe as a self-justifying object. It exists to exist. And I think, in many ways, we are the same. We exist because we do. This line of reasoning may leave a lot of people in an uncomfortable space. Maybe you realize that you have fully believed in a why of life that had many assumptions built into it, having faith to patch the holes in logic or truth. Does life truly have no meaning? I mean, there is the literal meaning of life, which is simply to survive and reproduce, but that doesn't really serve the hole in our soul that we wish to fill. We need there to be extra meaning, built into all the things that we do. But this is strange in the animal kingdom. We don't see other animals asking why they exist. They simply exist and follow their instincts. Why do we have this need to contextualize our lives? Why is it that we don't see lions or birds sitting around agonizing over their existence? Conversely, why do I see that almost every human does think about the why of their life at least once in their life? I think the answer here is twofold. We want to know, but we can never know for certain. We are pattern-seeking machines that are constantly trying to make sense of the chaotic mess of experiences that we have in life. 
This pattern recognition evolved enough to capture a whole life's worth of experiences and to hold large abstract objects in our mind, like the beginning of time or the size of the universe. We then had the annoying itch to ask why, like a child, until we realized that we are extraordinarily limited creatures. We can't comprehend the idea of billions of years of time or light years of space, and we really don't know the why of things, or ourselves. Why do we ask the purpose of everything? The problem here is that we don't know the cause of things, we don't know the ultimate goal of things, and life is suffering. If I don't have a why of my life, I will never have an answer to the question, why do I continue to struggle through all the pain and hardship of existence, only to have all of my hard work vanish into dust in a cosmically insignificant amount of time? This line of thought right here is why we ask purpose questions and why every society that has ever existed has generated complex answers that bring context to our lives and give us purpose. These answers ease the pain of the realization that there probably isn't a grand meaning to things, and even if there was, I doubt that we would know or could know what that purpose is. So we do what humans do, and we avoid the pain of the existential and come up with stories to ease that pain. We come up with these grand punishing gods to make morality and eternal life the purpose. Some use love as the ultimate ideal, praising the continuation of our species. Our modern societies use the commodification and sale of everything to bring purpose. To own more stuff means that you're successful, and thus you've achieved your purpose. We made money and economic prosperity the ultimate ideal, pillaging the planet completely in the process. Some of it, I think, is more brutal than having no meaning at all, like the Abrahamic religions that believe that you have some form of immortal soul that's going through a lifetime of moral judgments, determined by an all-knowing, powerful god who will punish you with infinite torture and torment for a finite crime. Truly, there are more of these than I can get into, but they're not the point. The point here is that all of these things have something in common. They aren't true, because we can't know the true cause of things. Knowing why the universe exists would require knowing the cause of the Big Bang and the end goal of it, one we can never observe, and if we could observe it, we would have to know the cause of that cause, and the cause of that one, and so on, ad infinitum. Or, God is real, and has revealed the true purpose of things. This one I'm skeptical of, because it requires finding the true religion, which, I mean, good luck with that. There are other things that they have in common, is that they all require faith to make them work. We must trust that these stories that we tell are true, and once you have faith in one purpose or another, this becomes who you are. This faith leads to immersion, and eventually, if you believe in a purpose hard enough, it becomes your purpose. The consequence of this is that you will begin to filter all of your experiences and perceptions through your belief system, making it the only way to interpret your life. This is true of any belief system, including the philosophy that I'm conducting right now. I find myself constantly trying to understand the world through my belief in science and philosophy, and it is now the primary way that I contextualize my life and why I'm here. The difference here is that Instead of looking away from the pain of not knowing the true purpose of everything and making something up, I lean into it and then try to understand its implications and find a way of forming my why of life without stories and assumptions. A truly impossible task. So herein lies the problem. If we accept that we don't know the cause of things and we look into the world as unfiltered as we can, 
we see that life is this chaotic, messy mix of things, constantly shifting and changing. Our lives are short and end as quickly and unceremoniously as they began. Every day we exist, there is so much suffering in and around us for almost no reason. So, if we accept that as the way of things, we can quickly come to the conclusion that there is no point, we have no purpose, and life is meaningless. So why do I continue to exist? This line of thought doesn't lead most people to a fulfilled life, because in a billion years, literally everything you did, all of your loved ones, your creations, will be gone and forgotten. This is nihilism. But I urge you to think of this as a starting point, and not an ending point. It is clear that we do need a why of life, and by accepting the brutality of the way things are, will lead you to freedom in your meaning. If you were indoctrinated into a religion or a cult, that community and belief system is the only choice that you have to contextualize your life and bring yourself meaning. Your whole life will be filtered through the belief system, and there will be only one way of interpreting that life. But what I have learned from diving into philosophy in the world is that everything is inherently open. All belief systems are built on assumptions, and there is a near-infinite way of interpreting the world. This is immensely freeing to me, because it means that nobody has a monopoly on the way that we live and what we believe in. We can be who we want to be and do whatever we wish. Meaning is found by you and for you, and no one else is you. We each have a unique perspective on reality and a unique way of interpreting that perspective. So finding what makes it meaningful is a personal journey. The best part is there isn't really a right or wrong answer. You could find loving many people brings you meaning or secluding yourself to write jumping off high ledges for the adrenaline rush, or reading to gain knowledge. There are countless things that we can do that bring our lives meaning, and it's up to you to decide what it is for you. All of what I have talked about has led to this one question that I have now, one that can be answered, and one that can be immensely powerful for you. What is the purpose of my life? Not me, personally. I mean, each of us can answer this question for ourselves. And not only that, we have total freedom in what we choose. At this point, you can stop and contemplate this question for yourself, but I'm going to keep going and try and answer this question for me. And in doing so, I hope that I can find some starting points that can help you find what makes life meaningful to you. So, to begin, I think about all of the things that I've done so far and ask what made me feel the most fulfilled. What actions, activities, and people make life worth living? For me, it seems that the common denominator is the act of creation, especially with good friends. My job is that of an electrician and carpenter, and in those, I find myself most at peace when finishing a project and bringing into existence something that only existed in paper and computer drawings before. In my time off, I find I'm happiest when I spend my time creating these episodes or by creating the campaign for my D&D group. It matters a lot to me who I do my activities with, the people I relate to and have conversations with. Those who I help and who help me are incredibly important to a meaningful life. The bonds that we make through shared adversity can form long-lasting connections that make life worth it. And finally, learning is a huge passion for me. Being able to question reality and be constantly surprised with the answers that I find. Learning new truths about how to live, love, and create my life day by day. 
And as I'm writing this, contemplating who I am and what my purpose is, I'm coming to the realization that I waste a lot of my time on things that just give me dopamine hits rather than making my life meaningful through the act of creation, relations, or knowledge. I watch countless hours of YouTube, Netflix, and porn. I drink alcohol and smoke weed to get that hit of feeling good that comes with them. But none of that makes me happy or lends meaning to my life. There seems to be two categories of feeling good here. One is that long-lasting satisfaction that makes me happy and proud of who I am, which is achieved through the act of creation and strongly bonded positive relationships. And the second is that hit of feel-good that I get from TV, my phone, or drugs. The second one is short and empty of substance. It seems that as soon as it is done, all I am left with is cravings for more, which is terrible for me because I lack self-control. Whereas when I'm really invested in a project that I'm making, I find deep satisfaction for completing it for years after. I still think of my first Dungeons & Dragons campaign that I ran, and all the memories that were made between myself and my good friends. Even now that I can recognize this in myself, I realize I'll probably still waste a lot of my life doing them, which is a dark thought that I'm sure many people can relate to. The things that bring me meaning are those that satisfy that urge that lurks behind every moment of life, that need to be fulfilled that exists far beyond our simple need to survive or reproduce. We want to thrive. For me, the things that make me thrive are creation, love, and learning, and they bring me immense satisfaction. However, there are traps of feeling good that make you think that you're fulfilled, but they tend to just waste our limited time and resources, like hours of TV, drugs, and social media. But the things that make my life meaningful may not be your vibe, but I think that it's important that you seek the answer to your why of life. Finding it may be all that we can hope to have in the search for meaning. So here, at the bottom of everything, I've come to some conclusions. First, the meaning of life, the universe, and everything is a bad question, and may as well be 42. We can't know the ultimate meaning because we can't know the ultimate cause, and also the cause of that. This leads to the idea of meaninglessness and a fall to nihilism. All things returned to dust, and nothing you did mattered. But this is okay, and only the beginning, that leads to a better question as well as far more freedom in life. All of us have a need to believe in something, to escape the pain of existential crisis, but what we believe in is ultimately up to you. So, we get this one life. This life is short and full of suffering, but is ours and ours alone. The fact that we have limits to me is what brings meaning to our lives, And any goal we set or purpose we believe in becomes triple important in this context. I talked before about the time that we have is a source of power that is all too important, and we also have very little control over it. What we do with the short time that we have is what is meaningful. Seek your true purpose, whatever that means to you, and try not to take life too seriously. In the end, it doesn't matter anyway. So take your risks. Find those who share your passions, and cultivate your own way. And now I ask you this. What brings your life meaning? Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. If you believe that this podcast has value, and that you learned something from it, 
You can support me by telling a friend, or an enemy, about this framework and mindset that I'm trying to create. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at opennesspodcast at gmail.com. That is O-P-E-N-N-E-S-S podcast at gmail.com.